now, 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 your weekly dose of inspiration, inspiration. Perspiration. perspiration, and just the right amount of bull defecation. <laughs> the Get You Some Radio Show, with your host, the Vice President of Making Shit Happen, Terry Lancaster. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to the Get You Some Studio. I'm Terry Lancaster, and today's guest is Mandy Morris. Now, Mandy is the author of Love, It's How I Manifest. And I'll tell you, I'm connected with a lot of people on Facebook. And to be 100% honest with you, I don't know how I ended up connected with most of the people that I'm connected with. Things just happen. I think maybe you're led in some direction, but somehow or another, I got connected with Mandy. And every day, Mandy would pop up on my Facebook feed with some enlightening, inspirational quote. And she ends everything with, and in case no one's told you today, I love you. And she just kind of exudes warmth and kindness and human kindness and friendliness. And I decided I wanted to talk to Mandy more and find out more about her. And that's kind of why I started to get you some radio show so I could talk to people that I want to talk to. So Mandy, welcome aboard. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. And thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so excited. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you to be here. So like I said, we got connected and I, don't, I didn't really know a whole lot about you. But then when, the, when I saw that you had the book coming out, I said, well, that's the perfect excuse for us to have a conversation. Let's have her on the show. So tell me about the book. Tell, tell us about the book and, and how you got there and, and how the book came about. Yeah, so I'm such a nerd. i got to show you guys it. So I was sitting there. This was actually last year. It only took me three months to write the book. I had this like bout of inspiration, and that's really how I've done most of uh, my work. And I was like, I have to write a book. All of a sudden, it was like, I have to do this and I got to do it fast and we got to make it happen. And so I set this goal and I was like, I hope that it's done by like, you know, next year, maybe mid next year. And, you know, three months later, it was already getting published and it was all done. So it was kind of a a play on one of my online programs, which is 30 days to an authentic life. And I was like, what does the world need right now? Like what, why, um, why is there pain internally? And, you know, I was doing a lot of therapy flying around the world, um, doing different things, uh, which I can talk about later. And I was like, what does the world need that everybody can have? And it was basically these 30 lessons that I just kind of jam-packed together of all these ways for people to kind of get back to themselves, to find the core of themselves, and to kind of re-exercise that intuitive muscle that has just totally died out in most of us, and bring that back for us so that people can find the answers that they need in their life and do it themselves instead of always having to look to a therapist or a coach in order for that to happen. Right. So, so, so that's where the book, but so this was, uh, this came from a program that you had done. So you, you, you have a uh, more, more programs about, is it, it is about manifesting love? What is, what's the, how, how did you get, yeah. how did, how did you, how did you get to this point? <laughs> well, so I, I worked in a junkyard. I worked every job. I was in every bad relationship you can imagine. I was not authentic by any means. And when I started really creating a beautiful life or every time that I would, I'm naturally, you know, I studied quantum physics and metaphysics, um, I kind of on my own. And I was just really fortunate to kind of grow up around some really incredible individuals who were tapped into that. And I was like, why am I not actually practicing, you know, these, these things that I can feel are within me and that I also understand on a scientific level. And so I started studying manifestation basically how does how does someone create the life that they want and not in a like a woo woo way where people are like oh just sit and do affirmations for the rest of your life and it'll work out right. and i'm like the, the science brain in me just wants wants something tangible and also something that can be you know duplicated someone else can run with and so i started kind of researching and reverse engineering how individuals were creating their life almost instantaneously in a beautiful way 
and how I was able to, to do that as well. And that's what kind of built the book. And I realized that when someone is in their true self and, you know, some people call it authentic and some people just call it centered or whatever it is, but when they're in that space, the vibration and everyone has kind of their personal frequency, but literally the vibration that the human being is sending out is in direct resonance to everything that they truly desire. And ultimately, when we talk about manifesting, we're talking about manifesting an emotion. We think the Ferrari is going to make us feel accomplished. Right. How still is going to bring us peace. And so really it's an emotion that we're trying to get to. And so reverse engineering that emotional process and pattern with brain really like kind of does behavioral patterns over and over again that don't actually satisfy us. We can mm -hmm. rewire all of that so that the brain literally sends out different energy in the heart and so forth that are actually in resonance with our truest desires. You know, and that's, that's kind of my, um, that's always been my problem with the woo woo manifestation vision board whole thing. And uh, th that people, they, they spend their time, or the, the people, they read about manifestation or the law of attraction or the secret or what, whatever word they put on it. And they decide, okay, I want the Ferrari. I want the house on the hill. And they go build this vision board and they put the Ferrari on it. And they put the, uh, put the house on the hill on it. And they think about all the stuff that's missing in their life. They think about all the stuff that they don't have. And they end up being, you know, sad because I don't have that stuff. And then they wonder why a week later they don't have the stuff. And so what, what I kind of encourage people to do is to, to go for the backwards is, is like you were saying, to, uh, to, to look for the feeling and uh, the feeling I, I, I try and create when is, is the gratitude start starting where you are, think about what's really great and amazing in your life now and just kind of lean into that. And uh, if you, if you lean into that, then it'll lean into you and more of that will, will, will show up. Is that kind of the way, is that kind of the way it works? I, I absolutely. And I think that, you know, the funny thing is that, everybody kind of manifests differently. So that's why some people can think it and then it literally shows up. And I think that that's because they're in direct resonance to where they're truly at, you know, where they're truly supposed to be. And when you're in that space, you allow for yourself to manifest from a completely different emotional frequency. So, you know, each person's different, but the main thing is, you know, if someone's asking for something that's not showing up, it's because they have energy going this way and going this way. And their mm -hmm. conscious mind is saying, I want the Ferrari or the house on the hill or the beautiful partnership. And then the other energy, which is really the subconscious, is all the time sending out a completely opposing energy saying, but love isn't safe. But you won't be happier. You know, what if you lose the Ferrari? It's better to just not even get it because you won't be able to sustain it. But that's like the, that internal chatter that mm -hmm. is also sending out completely opposing energy in an opposite direction. And so then we wonder why it's not showing up. It's because we're not actually in alignment with what it is that we're, we're sending out into the universe. All right. So I'm, I'm going I'm to tell you who's, who's watching the show with us right now. We have car salesmen in Topeka, Kansas, and we have insurance agents in, in uh, Northern California, and we have real estate agents here in Nashville, Tennessee. And so a lot of these, these, these are salespeople. These are entrepreneurs. And like you said, a lot of this sounds kind of woo woo. <laughs> how, how, what are some steps that they can take? How do you, how do you start thinking? How do you start Re and, then, and this is what we're doing. How do you start rewiring your brain to, uh, to create the life that you want to live? I mean, and, and, and not in a woo-woo way. I mean, I don't, I don't have any incense around to burn. So uh, you know, I, don't, I don't have a magic carpet. What, what do we need to do if we don't have incense and magic carpets? What are some things, scientifically think, things that we can do to start, to start leaning into the life we want? go into kind of the psychology of it. So, you know, some people don't like to think about the universe and, and energy and the way that that manipulates, but what about the way that your brain receives and interprets information? So, you know, what belief patterns, what do you, what does your actions constantly show that your belief patterns are, or your belief systems really are? And so when I look at 
um, like money for me. For a long time, I had this idea that if I make a lot of money, which I wanted to do, I would have to work all the time. That means that I can't be a mother. I can't have a family. I'm not actually going to have time to enjoy my work. And I'm not going to be able to wake up when I want to wake up and travel when I want to and so forth. So although I really desperately wanted that, my belief system and the way that I was raised and how I grew up, when I really broke down my belief systems on love, marriage, relationships, career, money-making, and all of those things, it was totally out of alignment. The, 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 the thought pattern that I had underlying in my subconscious, which were actually showing what my actions were, were bringing forth to me, were not in alignment with what I said that I desired. So what I always do, and it's one of the simplest things, it's called, and it's actually in the book, it's called, What About You Is Not You? And that's where you go through your belief inventory and say, does this belief system, you know, the way that I, okay, I think love is beautiful, it's amazing, it's magical, but I sabotage all my relationships. So clearly that's not my belief system. So then we go through, well, what's the true belief system? And the belief system may be that love is unsafe. And so we just subconsciously just reject anything that would be like a healthy form of love. Mm -hmm. And so when you're breaking down all of your belief systems, that's when you go, wow, no wonder my life does not look the way it's supposed to look. It's, it's totally being sabotaged on a subconscious level because my parents showed me that love is not safe or, you know, this relationship showed me that it always ends or whatever it is. When we go through a belief system and the inventory there, it's amazing what we find. And then we're like, wow, we're not, we're not living consciously at all. We're living from our subconscious, which has been programmed before we were even able to, to know or make our own decision on, on what's most authentic and true to ourselves. What belief systems do we truly want to have and what types of actions would those belief systems show throughout life and then you can start kind of rewiring that that gray matter in the brain so that it the reactions change and the energy changes around it yeah i mean that i uh like i said all, all, all of my audience are entrepreneurs and they're all hard driving they're all type a people and and people like that we you we all like to think that we're in charge of our lives, that we're running this rodeo, that we're, you know, that we're, we, you know, we're products of our decisions and, and uh, we're not really products of our decisions. We're products of our habits and we're products of the way that our brain is programmed and the way that we've programmed our brain to function and the way that our brain has been programmed to function over the course of our lives. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So and it's so funny. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so, so, I think we you got go a little. I think we got a little delay going on. Um, no, I was just going. Um, I was going to ask you how. Go ahead. You said you're you some something in the book. So re reach out and, and say that part again. Um, well, it's just you know when we look at because I, I was 100% the type A person to the point where I had this corporate job and I thought that you know I was doing great things. I started my PhD and I was I was you know doing great in life, but I was miserable. I was absolutely miserable, and so I thought you know truly as much as I thought I was in control of everything, I was ran by fear instead of like a place of like love of truth of you know believing in myself genuinely i may have looked like i had you know everything together but there was this belief system that was stopping me from really going 100 percent in my life and once mm -hmm. i was able to bring just literally when you just pour conscious awareness into certain components of your life and your belief systems they just kind of start shifting themselves because you know once you wake up you really can't go back to sleep basically yeah, once you wake up, you can't go back to sleep. So how did, how did your life change and, and how long did it take to change? What, how, I mean, what did it look like in real time? Oh my gosh. So, well, I mean, the, kind of one of the things is something that um, my, one of my very good friends always says is that it doesn't take 10 years to change. It takes one second because that is the moment that you actually make the decision to change. Mm -hmm. And it took me years to decide to actually take control of my life. But the moment that I did, 
Within two weeks, I had left a relationship, I had moved out of the state, and I had quit a job. And I was full force running. And within 30 days, I had started my business. And I launched a program. It was a 30-day program. And people actually bought. And I was like, what? This is wow. insane. This is possible. You know, my mind just, I wasn't, I did not have an entrepreneurial mind starting in my journey. And it was yeah. something that I had to constantly work with on a very conscious level to be like, I want a beautiful life. Clearly, I was not in the right mindset before with it. So I'm going to have to rewrite a lot of my mindsets to be successful. And I kind of surrendered everything that I used to think or know or, you know, the, the, all those programs that kept running in my head and the fear of failure and the fear of rejection. I just, I let those go as much as possible. And it was like just dead weight gone. And I just soared. And I was, ex I feel like extremely accessible, extremely fast. But it was because I wasn't holding on to those behavioral patterns and those belief systems that weren't really true to me. All right. So, so for our audience, my, my, my promise to everyone is we're going to give everyone one action step. What's one thing that you can do today, as soon as you get off the show, as soon as you quit watching, what's something that you can leave the show today and start doing in your life to, to manifest the life you want to lead? So I have two, two that two. come up for me right now. One is very simple, very tangible is have your morning routine and truly stick to it. A morning routine that is not stressful. Don't immediately pick up your cell phone and just let all of that, you know, kind of go into your, your brain before you center yourself. And so I call it grounding. It's just, you know, I really can't meditate very much. I try, but yeah. I just like to sit with myself and experience my own energy for a moment before I invite all of my clients or, you know, all of the things that I might have to deal with that day that are, you know, my, my business, I'm running at 14, 16, 20 hours a day, as I'm sure all of us are. And I just want to center myself first because that's, that makes creation so much easier. That morning routine, whatever it is, do some things that just really bring you to yourself and, and be in that energy for a moment. And if you have kids and so forth, just take those, those few moments and do something habitually and, you know, change it when it doesn't work anymore and so forth. But make sure that you're stepping into the day with gratitude and with that feeling of like, I know who I am today and every day and, and I can step forth in life. And the second one is, I call it love versus fear or light versus heavy. And it's how I live literally my entire life. And whenever one of my clients, and I, I pretty much only work with entrepreneurs and you know I help them with different facets of their actual business, but also the mindset is the hugest thing, whether they want to go to six figures, seven or eight, whatever it is. And it's love versus fear in the sense of every decision that you make or the thoughts that you have or the beliefs that you hold on to, do they come from a place of love or do they come from a place of fear? And some people don't, you know, like the love versus fear. So I call it light versus heavy. Does it make you feel heavy or does it make you feel light? When I look at like a partnership, um, someone's coming to me saying, hey, let's joint venture. I want to do this. I will sit with myself and go, okay, you know, it sounds great. The money's definitely there and so forth. Why does it feel heavy to me? Mm -hmm. And every time that I have stepped forward in something that's felt heavy, I find out way later and much more difficultly learning the lesson. <laughs> but if I make decisions from a place of light and love, I'm kind of allowing myself to flow through life. And it's really my intuition, just like a dog can tell a thunderstorm's coming before we can, they have intuition. We actually have senses that are kind of precursors to what is going to happen in the future. And when we tap into that, we can flow through life. And that's really what, what I call manifesting is just it's not that you're you know, snapping your fingers and a million bucks is right there, but it's you're guiding yourself based on a feeling of lightness and really your intuition to lead you down that path. Because there's an infinite number of possibilities in the world. Clearly, we can have whichever one we want, but how do we get to each one? And I believe that having that love versus fear, just 
like from this and every day forward, make decisions from a place of lightness that feels right to you. Even if it doesn't make logical sense, because logical mind is your programming most of the time anyway. It's not mm -hmm. truly serving you. doesn't equate to a beautiful life most often. But make those decisions from a place of light. And that can be something as simple as what kind of coffee am I going to drink today to do I step into this partnership or whatever it is. Use that. It's such a simple tool, but the results are incredible. And it's such an easy thing. Every time you're like, I'm lost, I'm not feeling okay about whatever it is, life, business, you can step back into that and say, okay, why is that? Is, is this love? Is this fear? Whatever it is, is, does this feel light to me? Does it feel heavy to me? And your intuition will start guiding you back to a place of centeredness, which is the easiest place to create from and make money from and live a beautiful life from anyway. You know, it's funny. I, uh, I've, I've always been the entrepreneurial straight, a straight ahead kind of guy, but I found out a little, I mean, a little while back that I mean, so I, I made a couple of decisions that I couldn't really decide why I made the decision. I go, that, that decision doesn't make any business sense. I didn't, I, and I came at it from a different place. I go, you know what, this is what I need to do. And even if it's not the right business thing, this is what I need to do. And those decisions I make that way, have been the best decisions I've ever made in my life. It's just the right decision. And I couldn't even begin to tell you why it's the right decision, but it just is. Yeah, you trust it. Yeah. So tell us about your life now. What, 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 what does Mandy's life look like when you wake up every day? And what's go, what, what are you excited about? What's going on in your life? Oh my gosh, life is, it's still life. And it still has, you know, the ups and downs of life. But it is, it is incredible because I feel like I step into it with so much power. And not control in a way that's you know small-minded, but just I feel powerful every day. So I wake up, literally, what I used to sit there and write about in my perfect life, I have it, and I'm like, okay, now I got to rewrite it because all <laughs> you know. So I wake up when I want to wake up. Um, we literally just moved into this big, beautiful home. We're living in Texas right now. Um, we travel all the time. Um, I have my clients always flying into me. We do lots of different workshops. Um, I'm starting a certification program. I was doing some studies in Norway last year. I was invited to do some therapy. Um, they wanted to see how I was doing what I was doing. How could I get results so quickly? Mm -hmm. And so I was able to test out some new technologies um, and old technologies in like the biomimicry fields and voice analysis and kind of combine this communicative therapy that I do and figuring out how to you know teach other individuals that. And we had you know, psychiatric nurses foreshadowing me and, and taking notes and kind of learning the process. And then combining it with this technology to get the brain to really receive information correctly. And um, that was just magic. And so I'm super excited because I'm starting the certification processes for my therapists and then um, starting to bring forth what I created in Norway. I'm going to be bringing it to the U.S. hopefully by the end of this year and um, creating clinics so that therapy can be done in a way that's a little bit more evolved, um, a little bit more futuristic, if you will. And also results can happen way, way faster. And, uh, and how do people get in touch with you if they wanted to get in touch with you, if they wanted to buy the book, if they wanted, if they wanted to come in and see you, if they wanted to work with you, how would they do that? My website is the easiest way to not so much get in touch with me, but see everything that's currently going on. You know, we've got some philanthropic initiatives going on in the Philippines for anyone who wants to you know, jump in on some cool stuff there, or you can buy the book there. You can check out the programs. Most of my workshops, you have to go through one of my programs in order to you know go into that. So once you uh, have one of those 30-day programs in your hands, then you can you know, apply for one of the workshops. But mm -hmm. my website is mandymorris.love. Super simple, mandymorris.love, and you can find all that information there. And of course, there's a contact email and so forth. Mandymorris.love, and the book is Love, It's How I Manifest. Mandy, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank and you, Terry. Thank you. I had, had, had a great time. I'm looking forward to, to seeing you uh, you manifest more of what you do.
Have a great day. Bye now. Being the boss is fun. Taking your ideas, turning them into something new, and watching it grow. Oh, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun until it's not. Most businesses reach a point where good ideas, common sense, and hard work just aren't enough anymore. They get stuck. Now, it's time to get unstuck. Unstuck 10 Proven Strategies for Breaking Through the Barriers to Small Business Growth. Get your copy today and get unstuck. Get you some radio. You've been listening to the Get You Some Radio Show. Subscribe today at TerryLancaster.tv to hear more episodes, win valuable cash and prizes, and get free training to help you create an army of buyers who know, like, and trust you before they've ever even met you. It's a big, wide world, boys and girls. Get out there and get you some.